everybody, to What's Eating You. I'm your host, Brian Yang, with Ariel Yeti. This is a food and culture podcast about the intersection of food and culture, where we interview guests who also love food and culture. And our guest oh my today gosh, is Renee Paquette, formerly Renee Young with the WWE, now a podcaster and brand new cookbook author. The book is out wow. today. Whoop. Is that the book? In this the is the, yeah this is it this Ooh. is her this is her and all she of her glory good. oh baby it's amazing Ooh. what a little makeup and hair can do i love uh <laughs> it looks like it's got a lot of girth to it yeah it's it, a good yeah thing. you know what it's not too bad she's definitely she brings a lot to the party i feel <laughs> fantastic <laughs> yeah i like the title messy in the kitchen Thank you. Yeah, you know what? Coming up with a title was honestly one of the hardest parts of figuring out. Like, it's like I'm about to have a baby as well, and it's like naming a person. It's like, oh my god, yeah. this is forever. <laughs> right. This is the branding. <laughs> it's very stressful. Branding. So, yeah, it's her branding. It's my branding. Yeah, it's, it's all of those no, things. That's so true. If you think it about is. Julia Child's cookbook that everyone right. has, yes. that lasted forever. Forever. Yeah. Yeah, if you don't have that cookbook, I don't know what to Who say to you. you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Who are you? I absolutely do not have it, but I know it because everyone <laughs> Fair does. Fair enough. Then we'll have to get you one. You <laughs> Thank need you to so have much. One. Wow. Already you just need, getting like, me you, gifts. It's for kitchen this. cred. You need it. <laughs> yeah, you that's have, true. Yes. That's true. That's fair. You need yeah. a few pieces of Bourdain stuff, some yes. Julia Child stuff. Yes. yes. And, yes, you I'm know, a little Ina Garden for fun. Yeah, the Bourdain ones are always great. That's my thing. I mostly. I mostly have Ina. I can show you my Ina right. collection. I have okay. no problem. You know what? I feel like there's parallels and I'm Thank into you. it. it. It's Thank fine. you so much. I appreciate you. No problem. <laughs> oh, Renee. So I don't know if Brian told you this, but every episode we talk about what's eating you. So something that's gone on this week that is just has grinded your gears a little bit. Or if you don't have anything negative to say, we usually do. You can say what's feeding you something positive that happened to you this week that you are very happy about. Well, mine kind of go hand in hand because all my stuff is very positive, but it can also be very stressful. So, I mean, I'm nine months pregnant. My wow. book came out today. Oh, my God. Imagine um, if you had the baby on the pod. Right. That would be great <laughs> it for It could us. still happen. My water broke. <laughs> She, I mean, it would be great if I birthed a child and a book all the yeah. time. Oh, my God. Both yeah. children, really. I mean, come on. Yeah. I, both required a lot of love and care and attentiveness. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I would say this week has been, it's been a mixture of both all of the best things combined with being as stressed out as one can possibly be. Okay. Um, you know, like trying to do... You know, you're doing all of the media. You're trying to, like, get the book out to people. You're making sure it's sent out to all the right people it needs to go out to. I'm also doing my podcast. So I'm doing all these interviews and trying to do all the research for that. My mom has just moved out to Las Vegas from Canada. So she's here. Oh, wow. She's getting ready. She's getting acclimated. Uh, I'm getting kicked in the ribs constantly. My bladder <laughs> is very untrustworthy at this point. Um, I, I constantly need a nap. And there's no time for any of these things. So it, it's, it's, it's all the good and the bad. I mean, it's stuff that I've worked really hard on and it's all just accumulating at the exact same moment, but it's also the best. Yeah. I Man. think that sounds amazing because you're so, it sounds like you're so busy. It's overwhelming, but it also feels good to be busy at the same yes. time. Yes. I love being busy. And that's yeah. my problem when I'm not busy. Like I actually had on Sunday, I did absolutely nothing. <laughs> which is very rare. And I loved it 
But I woke up the next day being like, oh, this needs to be done and this needs to be done. And like all of a sudden I'm like back to being on fire of feeling like I had a day off and I was slacking and that I need to like pick it back up again. <laughs> wow. Renee, yeah. My what's eating you is similar to yours, but very different. Um, I can only do one thing per day mm-hmm. or then I'm exhausted. Mm-hmm. So I did something on Sunday. I went to an event and had to schmooze with people and it was exhausting and I'm still recovering and it's been three days since Schmoozing's Sunday. a lot of work. I don't think people understand. Well, I mean, yeah. people do understand, but it's like, oh, you go to a party, you got to hang out, but it's like, you got to be on, mm-hmm. you got to like have the right amount of drinks to still keep it yep. together, but of still course. being fun. I don't know how to um, do that anymore. Floating around the room. I'm really bad. Yeah. I'll just find someone and just stay there. I'll just get like yeah. stuck. That's the way yeah. to go. Yeah, because that's more fun. Why the am I? It's friend. not my party, yes. so I don't need to do that. Um, exactly. But people don't realize that as a girl, it's more difficult. Like we have to do our hair and makeup, have an outfit, shoes, pedicure, manicure, the yeah. whole thing before the party even happens. I, I was know. having stress dreams about this party. So. Yeah, no, it's it's very very true. I've even been like that, just getting ready for my baby to come out, and not in like not in the aesthetic sense that I'm like, oh, I need to have all these things done so I look a certain way just appointments that I've had booked. I had to go get my hair done and I'm trying to time out getting my nails done as close to her being here <laughs> only so I don't get snags. Like when I get okay. snags in my nail, it drives me crazy. And because I do a dip manicure, I cannot oh. fix this myself. Okay. I have to get someone to help me. So I can't even deal mm. with it on my own. Man, it's a first this is going to be the last manicure you but... ever get. So it has to be good. I know. I know. <laughs> For 18 years. Yeah. So like, this, this is what I'm thinking. It's like, what, what do you pick? What do you do? I go it's neutral just to keep it safe. But then I'm like, yeah. wait, do I really put something on there and like really make it work? I don't yeah, know. Jazz it up. Whatever. It's the final know. countdown. <laughs> I'll just put her name. I'll, I'll get a little <laughs> yes. yeah, that's of right. her name. That's the debut of her name. Wow. Ooh. We figured it out. We workshopped mm-hmm. this together on the That would be you. Well. Just your hands on Instagram. Bam. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You'll be like, nice janky nails. I don't know. Throw my, a moisturizer. Uh, <laughs> mine was similar to Ariel's. I went to my first party since the pandemic on sunday everyone was vaccinated so it was the first maskless indoor thing and did you feel uh, weird it felt weird it's it, you're like raw dogging air you know yeah. it was yeah. so ugh. Yeah. my face wasn't <laughs> raw ready dogging air. It's just like, you are and like you know like there was that awkward thing of like do we hug like do we yes it's so you forget that being a human being takes practice and we were all mm-hmm. practiced for every yes. day of our lives until march of 2020 and then we all became weirdos who just never left yeah. the house. We took a lot it's of a steps muscle. back. Yeah, no, it's true. Because, yeah, you, like, do you fist bump? Are people still throwing the elbow out? Are right. doing the hug? What are, and, like, people's comfort levels are so all over the place. Exactly. And even though people are vaccinated, I don't, it's, it is a slippery slope. It's, a, it's it very weird. Every, like you said, Renee, everyone's at different levels of comfortability. Yeah. Um, so, but you know, like you said, it was the right amount of drinks. By the end of the party, <laughs> everyone what was is, all what over What is your right other. amount of drinks, though? What is that? Oh, I was talking to my buddy, Mike. Um, now it's nothing because I didn't drink really during the pandemic. I was home. Same. So it was like one. <laughs> good for you. Yeah. That's good. That's, that's, that's a money saving trick, honestly. That's yeah. how I feel. I'm looking so forward to that first glass of wine after having the baby i'm like i'm probably gonna be on my ass so i'm not really sure what's gonna happen because yeah i've not drank in nine months yeah i mean my wife and i recently went to hawaii after we both got vaccinated we're like we need to leave new york and go on vacation 
we had three drinks on a boat and with the way the boat was moving and with the three drinks we were blasted we were like this is the best time of our lives (laughs) we're toasted and you know it's like those watered down cheap drinks you get on a boat but we were still like that was a good way for you to dip your toe though that's a good way to get started you can kind of like ease yourself in it's not going to be like some stiff gnarly drink you'll be okay That's Thank right. Thank God. Yeah, I'm, I'm not ready for like that first hangover though. No. See, I've I'm loved not it, having so. a hangover. You are right now? Yeah, I'm like Ugh. keeping it together as much as I possibly can. But oh, after I'm this, sorry. I will be going to sleep. It's fine. I had a, like a bottle of champagne. It was a, a bridal shower. Um, yeah. And there was like champagne at every table. And, you know, I was the friend that couldn't keep it together. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. So long as you're not puking though. I'm a big puker when oh. I'm hungover. Oh, like, wow. big. Yeah, like I'll be all day. I'll be in bed. My husband's bringing me like brothy soups. It's a shit show. (laughs) It's bad. He knows my routine. He'll get me like ice water. I have like, you know, like that Lipton chicken noodle soup that's just like yellow with the noodles. It's it's not good. Yeah, but it's what I I need. Pukers. puke every time and they're just yeah. like I'm, I'm a not puker i'm a um hold it in and ride it i ride yeah. it out Same. my friend tim pukes every time alcohol touches his lips like it doesn't oh. even, yeah. i'm not that bad i but if the way I, pukers if are puking, so nonchalant about it, it. Yeah. yeah if i'm puking yeah. i've earned it but i'm like the next day puker i don't puke when i'm drunk it's like mm. the oh. hungover yeah 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 oh god i'm i i it'll be a long time until i do that though you know i still have to like when you have a baby, you can only have a, you know, a glass of wine or right, two. You can't right. go crazy. Yeah, Let's not go nuts. Just a little something. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that'll, that'll be nice. It, you know what? I feel like I've like righted my course through this. It means I have to get my shit together. Really, I've I, wa- I wanted to ask you. So I'm in New York. I'm in Harlem now, but I used to live in Astoria. Mm. And I swear I saw you on the train one time. Yeah, I love it on Astoria did. Boulevard, and I was like, that person looks like Renee Young. I'm a big wrestling fan, so I was like, but it can't be. Like, why would she live in my neighborhood? But I lived I, in your I, neighborhood. Yeah, okay. I did. So, yeah, I, I was wondering did. if you did, yeah. Yeah, I used to live um, at Dittmar's in 45th. Oh, yeah. I was on yeah. Dittmar's in 27th, so we were See? neighbors. We were neighbors. Wow. Yeah, I so I loved that neighborhood. I loved living out there. That story was great. I loved living in Astoria. And when I was like moving out to New York, so I had only been to New York like once or twice prior to me going. It was like in and out, quick little trips. Like I had no lay of the land. I had no idea what I was getting myself into. So when I was moving, I was like, oh, I guess I'll go to Brooklyn. That's supposed to be like the cool thing to do. And then I realized because I had to travel to Stamford, Connecticut weekly. And I was like, "Mm, that seems a little annoying getting in and out of there. So anyways, I ended up looking in Queens and Astoria was a spot. And what a time I had. Many memories. (laughs) Especially on that NQR line. Yeah. Yeah, it's my the husband end of the and line. I. Yeah, my, <laughs> I would take it to the very end of the line. My husband and I, when we were dating, we would like get like our tall boys, wrap them in a brown paper <laughs> yeah. bag. Like that was the best. That's all. Yeah, because you can grab beers at uh, Penn Station. Yeah. Put them in a brown bag and get home. Yeah, there's, nice. it, there's, like, there's like the little corner store like right at the end of, of the NQR line at Dittmar's. Um, so you could hop in there. And they, they also had, <laughs> I remember like, one time specifically getting like the tall boy beers, but they also is when they were doing like the, it was like Doritos combined with a Mac and cheese, but they were like these fried <laughs> oh little God. like triangles. Oh yeah, yes. Yeah, I yeah. remember this. We would bring those with us too. Oh, gotta do That's it. That's a time. That's so, what a time capsule. Yeah. Ariel, if you don't know, 
Renee's husband is John Moxley. He's a pro wrestler and uh, okay. formerly Dean Ambrose. My friend Bob, who also lived in Astoria, told me one time that he thought he saw you guys, and I, I didn't believe him because he told me like that John was in a full neck cast on the train. Maybe he looks a gimmick, brother. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, that's <laughs> incredible. Yeah, that he like wore because people would see you guys. So he's like, I have to do the thing hmm. that happened on the show. <laughs> I, and I don't really remember. I don't remember that specifically, but I do remember he like retained the WWE Championship when um at Madison Square Garden, and then we just like ran out of the show and took the subway back home. I love that's amazing. Yeah, I, it was great. You would imagine that you guys would get a car or something. No, but you're just like a New York comedian, like me and Ariel, just <laughs> taking the train. Just, just, yeah, they're just like us, the yeah. world champion on the FUR. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was great yeah we you know you gotta be humbled by the subway i love taking the subway that's the one thing like i truly miss moving out to las vegas because like i grew up in toronto mm -hmm. or like outside toronto but like i lived in toronto lived in new york so like taking public transport is such a big thing we're here it's right. like it is not a thing so i moved out here i didn't even know what to buy i got a mini cooper car because that's all anyone drives in the city and my husband's like why would you buy this <laughs> right you don't you need a truck out there right Everyone's totally got SUVs yeah and i have an suv now but he still makes fun of me he would never get in it he hated it <laughs> that's like great. i don't know what people drive in toronto it's what people have i don't know it's like a small little compact city car <laughs> did you Back have on. any um favorite spots to eat in astoria because there were astoria is very it's a sleeper area of new york very good food and people don't really make it up there because it's, it's kind of food. out of the way Great food. So we would often go to McCann's Pub. Yes, um, great. That was a big spot for us. We would get the tidbits, which were little chicken morsels mm -hmm. with like a tomato sauce on like a garlic bread loaf, kind yes, of. Yes, yes, That was a big one. Um, that was also my introduction into, um, gosh, I can't remember which brand it is, but this like amazing banana bread beer. It starts with a W. Anyways, that was a big one. Um, we would go to, shit, got it. What is this sushi restaurant we would always order from? Starts with a W as well. Hold on, let me ask. Okay. <laughs> this is important. This is important. I probably ordered from the same sushi place. I love that you guys were neighbors. That's adorable. That's so crazy. Yeah. I mean, 20 blocks away. That's, I mean, that's neighbors. That, in me. New York, yeah, we would walk. Because yeah. she, she was probably closer to all the restaurants that we would walk up to. So on 30th. So, yeah. Sorry, guys. No I had worries. to step away, but he, he also stepped away, so we can't answer my questions. His memory is much better than mine. What the hell was it called? I was telling Delicious Ariel, sushi I'm place. pretty sure I probably ordered from the same place, because we live kind of in the same area. So it's probably my sushi spot as well. What is the name of it? Do you know? I, I don't remember either, because we've been in uh, Harlem here for uh, three years now. Hold on, I'm looking it up. Okay, let's. We gotta. This is, now this I, is must, very I must. I must get to the. Oh, it, it's Watawa, right? Watawa. Yes, we that was our spot too. We gotta get Watawa. Yeah. yeah, Watawa was our absolute favorite. We would order from there all the time. And then what's what is the name of that really great Greek restaurant that's like across the street from there? Uh, oh, I know what you're talking about. <gasps> yeah. Yes, I had one of their mugs and it broke. Yeah. Oh my god, that place was sensational. And then there's so that really good. great beer garden as well. Um, that's, that was our go-to. We went there almost every weekend. Fantastic That place, place is great. Yeah. There was another pub that was over on the other side on Astoria Boulevard that they had poutine. They had like some Canadian food mm. on there. So we would go there sometimes too. Uh, I, I, love, I love that neighborhood. I, I love being out there so it was much. Great. And there was an Austra did you ever go to the Australian restaurant out there? 
What? No, walked by it all the time, never went. Yeah, it was actually pretty good. It was my first okay. time having a kangaroo. Oh, Ooh. was it like a burger? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was my what first time being like? like, I'm like, is this cooked? Because it, <laughs> it looks pink the whole time. Oh. Yeah, it's like co- the way that it's cooked, it always stays really, really pink. But um, yeah, it was great. That place, oh. it, what is the also, texture of kangaroo? Um, it's, it's like gamey. Mm. Um, it's very lean. Okay. Um, they also, yeah, they just had like a bunch of like really great like vegetable dishes. Yeah, there's, there's the food out in Astoria rules. It is yeah, great and good. a great selection too. Shout out to Watawa. Watawa. <laughs> yeah. This is a Watawa episode. The, the, eating in there was cool too because they had like a like a little pond. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, they did. Yeah. In yeah, the middle what, of it, which is yeah, because if you crazy. went onto the other side, because we would normally sit like around the bar or something, but yeah, on the other side where it's like the actual dining room, it, it was, was very fancy. Little... It's like a little like waterfall yeah, set up. Yeah. yeah. Check out Watawa. Look at us. Oh, no. Look oh, at us go. I move back now, Renee. You're making Honestly, Oh, I miss it so much. <laughs> Wait, Renee. So, so then tell spots. me about how you feel about food in Canada, where you're from, mm-hmm. and the difference between Canada and U.S. food. What would you say is the oh. main difference? Um, You know, well, firstly, one of the main differences that I noticed before we get into like all of the snacks, because the snacks in Canada yeah. are exceptional. Yes. But I would really notice so when I would travel on the road with WWE, um, I would leave out like my bananas, my bread, and I would expect it all to have been like gone by the time I got home that like it would have been like past the point of eating. So the hormone levels, I think, in food oh. here is different. They're like, oh, my God, how are my bananas still yellow? What? <laughs> so things like good. that, would it's not great. But I mean, for what I was doing, Yo, it actually, I was great. like, actually, I'll kind of take it. I kind of need these things to I'm last me a little bit longer. to be an American <laughs> where I leave my bananas still yellow. That's uh, yes. very concerning to hear. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I know. Yeah, that was one thing. And it's funny because I always like John always says that when we travel, like if we're up in Canada or like we're in the UK or something, he's like, the food here just like harder to digest i'm like yeah i think our like we don't have as many hormones in our food or something maybe i don't know yeah, what exactly i went to is. ireland and yeah they had like way more cheeses than we have in america because they can just oh, do anything yes. and i was i was like what is this and it tasted like it came from like an actual animal instead of oh more yeah processed. i mean that's a scary thing too well it be, so since i'm pregnant you can't have like unpasteurized cheese right. or unpasteurized anything but when you go to any, like literally any grocery store, pretty much everything here is pasteurized. Yeah. So like you're kind of good. Um, but yeah, realizing that, looking at all the labels for things, I'm like, oh yeah, I guess it's like, I don't know. Everything just goes through like some kind of filtration process here. Mm-hmm. Um, but then on to the snacks. So snacks, obviously ketchup chips. Yeah. I wanted to ask about, what, you yeah, guys love about? ketchup up there. We love a ketchup <laughs> chip. They're amazing. There's several different brands. I mean, like Lay's makes some. Humpty Dumpty makes one, which I would put Humpty Dumpty at the Humpty very top. Oh, okay. Humpty Dumpty chips are very good. Okay. Um, we also have um, a sour cream and bacon chip, smoky Ooh. bacon, um, all dress chips, which you can get in the United States now. Thank God. Not, I don't, they don't have them in every state, but we definitely have them here. You guys might have them in New York. I'm not sure. I've seen um, them somewhere. Probably. Yeah, like Ruffles makes them. And okay. honestly, yeah. I would say it's a superior chip. Canada is okay. known for the ketchup chip. I would give the slight edge to the all dress chip. It's a little zippy. It's zippy. It's salty. It's it's got it brings everything to the table. It's very palate pleasing. Is it ranchy? Oh. It's not ranchy. Good. Okay. Yeah, it's not ranchy. It's more it's more on the tangy side. Okay, I'm into that. Yeah. Um, poutine, of course, uh, an exceptional dish. Who doesn't love that? I feel cheese. like poutine's making its way down here. 
Because it should be. Why would America not want right? this? It's, it's, it's so Americans don't make it right. Gravy. I have not had a good American poutine. Like people try to make it and they fail. I had a, there's it's a place the here called uh, Harlem Public that makes a nice poutine actually mm, right. up okay. up here where I live. And uh, I trust yeah, that. it's very heavy though. Oh yeah, of course well, you're yeah. gonna like crap your pants after one hundred percent. I don't plan on moving after I eat. No, no, I just... no, no, no. Don't have any plans afterwards. Couldn't look my <laughs> wife like in the eye. Do. I had to. That's just my move. one thing. Yeah. No, that you have my to eat by yourself. It's yes. not you. It's like a solo act. You're no one's around while you're eating but the poutine. I understand why it comes from Canada because it's colder up there and like yeah, we, you would we just gotta, need that to warm you up. We need a little fat layer on our yeah. bodies to like keep <laughs> it fair. together. Uh, but that's like a big thing in Toronto is like after a night of drinking, all the poutineries stay open late. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. So, so you that's your p- halal is poutine. Yes. Or 100%. your tacos, like your late yeah, night taco. Exactly. Because, okay. yeah, so many of the different poutineries. I mean, there's obviously just like the original. Then they do them like kind of like nacho style or they can do like a Montreal uh, smoked meat version on top. Oh. Like, mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. Yeah, it's oh. really endless options. So there's layers to this game. It's not oh just. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay. It's not I just like your standard. I'm a classic gal, but yeah, if you want to get adventurous and add some meat on there, add some different sauces, be my guest. Okay, but I, I like to keep it OG, definitely. Whew. Yeah, and then fast food restaurants too. We've got Harvey's, which is great. Um, Harvey's is when we have Swiss Chalet, which is like a roast chicken spot. That's amazing. I've been really missing that, but you can buy Swiss Chalet sauce on Amazon. Uh, you can buy it. <laughs> I love it. So okay. you're getting it sent <laughs> yeah. straight to the house. Oh my God. <laughs> Yeah, there's, I mean, you can get great Taco Bell sauce in bulk and you can subscribe to that, <laughs> by the way. And subscribe. You can, get, you can, you can Smart. subscribe. Yeah. Smart. Save 10%. I, you know, that's right. Before you know. I was very pleased to find out how much of a fan you are of fast food because I saw your American yeah. mukbang because you, yes. there, there are some places that you weren't familiar with because being from Canada and it, I was very happy to find out that you love Taco Bell. <laughs> I love Taco Bell, but I had not had Del Taco. Right, and then you had Del Taco. So where where would you put the hierarchy of American taco fast food? Oh, Taco Bell will always reign supreme. It's the king, right? I love Taco Bell. I will yeah. eat a um a soft taco supreme at yep. any time. I absolutely love them. I love the the taco. They're like Taco Bell fries are amazing. Um, Underrated fries. Taco Bell we talked fries. About the nacho fries will like. They're amazing. I did not know it existed. But also, I'm not a Taco Bell girl. Taco Bell. What, what do you do? Is great What's at your taco? I don't do Taco Bell. I don't do it. What do you? If do? I if I were to eat Taco Bell, which is rare, I get a, a cheesy gordita crunch. Okay, respect. Because I want all of the textures. Okay, I um, I respect that. What about those cinnamon twist things? Do you get down with those? No, I don't. Wow. I don't know what the people are eating at Taco Bell. Okay. I mean, it's a vast menu. I will is. say. <laughs> There's quite the variety, which I was surprised when I went to Del Taco. I was like, wait, you guys have like fish sandwiches and like hamburgers as well? I thought we were just doing tacos here. I had, yeah, I had no idea. Um, But I do still have a list of American fast food establishments that I must go to. I've not had White Castle. Okay, um, come to Jersey. Come yeah, with me. It's right? the land of yeah. White That Castle is another where you need to just set aside the day and yeah. go alone. And it's it, like a, it's like a bowel cleanser, right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. See, exactly. I get it. <laughs> See, but sometimes you need that. That's how we like it's a cleanse. I That's almost it. I don't even like it, but we were near one yesterday and I almost turned the corner and asked my man to get some, but I didn't do it. I changed oh, my life in strong. that very moment. I was strong. I was we strong. We have to hold but... on to our dignity some way, right? <laughs> <laughs> Renee, what was um WWE catering? Like I, I feel like 
everyone wants to know what's going on backstage with the storylines and the characters. I want to know, what are they feeding you guys on with you. The, the raw taping days? Is the food good? <laughs> are the guys so, like complaining about it? Like, where, where does it lay? So, it, I always appreciated it. But, you know, there is some, like, bland things. It was like the salt and pepper chicken that we'd right. all joke, be like, oh, everyone, go get more salt and pepper chicken. <laughs> like, no one wants to have that. But then, so what they, they used to do, and they stopped doing this a few years ago, when we would do tapings, it would be, like, on pay-per-view weeks. We'd do, like, a pay-per-view on Sunday, travel, do Raw on, on Monday, travel, tape SmackDown on Tuesday to air on Friday or whenever it was airing. And uh, but on that Tuesday after a pay-per-view, we would do breakfast for dinner and catering. And that was the shit. Like (laughs) just the like the best pancakes, huevos rancheros, different egg dishes, the Mm. best bacon, always crispy, never floppy, not a piece of miss. They were incredible. (laughs) Um this sounds like almost like school lunch, where yes. it's like, oh, it's a breakfast day. And everyone yeah, it's like they were loving We this. would get so excited for it, like different waffles, like what are they going to bust out today? So it could be really great, but then, you know, over the years, I feel like it did sort of die down a little bit, that there would always be sort of staples, like some kind of a soup. Okay. Because um, it usually... sounds like from like watching uh, Ride Along and listening to your podcast, like, after the show is when everyone goes to eat. Like after the raw taping, you just drive and find something. Yeah. That's actual food. Well, the thing is that catering shuts down partway through the show. Oh, I see. So catering shuts down. Say the show goes on the air at eight by like, yeah, by about eight, eight thirty, catering is shutting down. So you, they have styrofoam boxes. If you want to pack something up and take it with you, by all means, go for it. Um, but otherwise. Yeah, you have it so often. Like when I first started WWE, I was like bright eyed, bushy tail. I walked into catering. I'm like, this is fucking awesome. Like I was so excited about it because they do have a great salad bar, great dessert, some of the best cookies ever. Like dessert wise, they don't mess around. But everyone's walking up like you're going on to do TV or, you know, for the people that are going to wrestle, they're obviously really trying to avoid that. I'm like, my jumpsuit has a little give. I can't. Someone um, has to wrestle in their underwear. They might have to right. scare totally. them cookies, they, right? 100%. And they are like a trap. There's something in those damn cookies. When you're um, brand new, is it like the school cafeteria? Like, do you know where to go sit? Like, do you have your friend, like, the cool kid table, the, the weird kid table? Yeah, I guess it kind of can be like that a little bit. Because, I, mean, I mean, any situation, especially like any work situation, any kind of social setting, there ends up being different versions of cliques within sure. everything anyways. But I always consider myself like pretty malleable in those situations that like, ah, oh, this spot's open. I'll go hang over here. Mm-hmm. See what's happening with these people or like the crew table's open. I'm going to go see like what the, what the guys in lighting and audio are oh, up to awesome. today. Yeah. So yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you know, you kind of bop around depending on who's there. Um, but I was like, I, I'm a bit of a grazer. So I would usually like pop in, grab some things, walk out, make like mm-hmm. a little half sandwich and keep walking. Um, so it depends. Also, sometimes you're like during the day. You have, like, your people that, like, your day kind of consists around. Right. Like, especially when I was doing commentary, I'm always with uh, Michael Cole and Corey Graves. And Cole usually wanders off to do his own thing. But, like, Graves and I would sometimes, we would just, like, yeah, head into catering together. Or, like, hey, meet me in catering. Mm-hmm. Check, you know. You have your buddies at, at work that you end up hanging out with and, and shooting the shit with. And John was always a hard one to track down because he <laughs> just eats granola bars before everything. Yeah, so, so I listened to your... um 
uh, where Emilio Sparks interviewed you last night, and mm-hmm. uh, you talked about your husband being a picky eater, and you're a very adventurous eater. Yeah. My wife is also very picky, like to the point where like I introduced her to guacamole, which is not like crazy at all, right? It's Ooh. just like this is. Like, yeah. <laughs> Come on, babe. This is not insane. Yeah. Like, wait till we get to chicken feet or something. Yeah. So have you been able to get him to try new things or is he sticking to the granola well, and the pepper chicken? Here's some bullshit. So I always tried like, like, hey, do you want this? Or like, what do you want for dinner? I'll cook this and cook this and whatever. And like, I'm always kind of offering that up to him. And he's like, man, I don't know, whatever. I'll just have a sandwich later. I don't care. He's very passive about the whole thing. But now my mom's in town. She's like, oh, I made you some pork chops. I did this. And he like, he's like, great. Like, he'll just sit down and eat anything that she cooks. And I'm like, wait, why are you not doing this for me? Right. There's some serious favoritism happening here. And I'm making She's it known here. I know. I guess he's being nice. He's being polite. Yeah. It's funny because my mom would be like, oh, does, does John like this? Will he eat this? I'm like, I might pick at it. And he wolfs the whole thing down. I'm like, all right. Prove Sounds me wrong. Like he just likes hot food. No, he doesn't. He eats everything cold. What? Yes. I'll cook dinner. So like generally like I'll cook myself dinner. Like I'll cook both of our dinners, but like I'll eat mine after I make it. His will sit on the counter. (laughs) This is messed up. Hold on to your asses. We're holding. (laughs) He will take his dinner. He eats his dinner in fucking bed before we (laughs) fall asleep. Yo, I actually appreciate that. Why are we mad at that? I love a good eating in bed. I love to eat in bed. It's just, it's the mess. It's dishes that are left. And then my dogs, my dogs are all over him. Like they'll come under like the blankets with me. And then as soon as he pulls out a sandwich, they're like, they come back up. the sandwich? Wait a minute. On the bedside table. (laughs) He literally does not come to bed without a sandwich or a wrap. This man is a legend. So you're you're sitting at a table with your utensils and your (laughs) napkin and you're having like a, I'm not, I'm not like form. I mean, I'll sit like at like the, you know, by the TV, like on our couch, kind of picking up my food. But yeah, he, he will eat everything cold. I'll be like, oh, do you want me to wrap this up and put it in the fridge? He's like, no, no, still going to eat it. It just sits out for hours. Interesting. I don't know, man. I don't, Are I don't you know. worried like, about your baby I, picking yeah. some of these. I am incredibly no, I, worried about I that. I get him a little bit. I can be like this. Where I like don't want the food to be super hot because I want to be able to wolf it down, and I also want to be able to wolf it down in a bed. So what better not? What better time to just bring a sandwich to your night table and secretly eat it while your wife maybe is sleeping? Well, he, and that's fine. I mean, go for it. As long as you're eating something, I'm okay with it. Here's my issue though: is he's a big sauce guy, and he wipes oh. his fingers oh. on the sheets. That's rude. <laughs> Do you have right? multicolored oh sheets? Get multicolored oh, sheets. No white to. sheets in this house. No, no, no. Everything's multicolored. Yeah, no, okay. no nothing can be picked up on. Absolutely not. It's a sauce not. colored sheet. Uh, oh, my <laughs> God. Made a custom name. <laughs> and listen, I, I've tried to battle this for years at this point, you know, seven, eight years in. I'm like, oh, it is what it is. Right, no right. It, 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 There's it's, no battling as, it No anymore. one's getting hurt, right? Just the no. poor sheet. Yeah, just <laughs> I mean, there's sometimes that I'm like, are you digesting food okay? Like, do we, like is it okay? I don't know. His I think also, I mean, that's a, that's a real good character move. You, you know, they always say you have to pull in from reality. And if I heard a guy say, I eat in bed and wipe the sauce on my sheets i would be very scared that's powerful it is it's confidence at it is, like yeah. maximum confidence it is so yeah because who's gonna tell you no the dog uh, 
Oh, the dogs love it. The dogs so, wait for him. So and we have so we have a, a bulldog and like a chihuahua mix. Oh. Every single morning, the chihuahua will always be like, let's get up and play. I mean, he's like down to clown. Where the bulldog, I've got to like hoist his ass out of bed. <laughs> yeah, but he's dense. he won't come. Very dense. He won't come down the stairs with me until he wanders over to John's side of the bed to see what's been dropped through the night. Right. They have a system. Smart. They both wow. have a system. Yeah. This is beautiful. I know. So, Renee, you've traveled the entire globe really um what would be your top food cities uh on the planet like do you have some sleepers do you have some uh go-tos um yeah so there's a place in uh memphis that we would always go to called westies and it was like right around the corner from the hotel that we would stay in uh they just had incredible barbecue like little joint that was like not on beale street um so it was still like away from everything there i they're not open 24 hours but they're open super late which is incredibly helpful when we get into a room at you know one in the morning right um so that place was a, a huge one for us we would get like pumped anytime we're in memphis <laughs> we're like, oh it's, it's westy's time so we would go there um nashville's obviously one that i love give me some nashville hot chicken oh, any yeah. day mm-hmm. i i will always mm-hmm. do and just like the food scene the restaurant scene there is great much as it is in like austin obviously like there's so many great places out there um, in Seattle, like we're we're uh, more so like dive bar finders. Okay, I like I to that. seek out a good dive bar. Yeah. yeah. Um, Seattle, we there's a, a great spot which the name I'm drawing a blank on now, but it's just above the Pike Place Market, and they like sell a bunch of popcorn and booze, and it's mm-hmm. it's great. The great little hole in the wall spot. Um, I have a bunch of them in Toronto that I couldn't even. There's no point in me even really listing them off here because there's a million of them. <laughs> Um, gosh, where else? A place that we like to go to eat or drink. What about Vegas? Uh, is everything just like the buffet stuff, or do you find like real um sit down restaurants that uh, locals know about? There's a ton of great restaurants in Vegas that are like because we don't go to the strip really. Sure, ever. right. We're like. We're it's like going to like, Times Square. If you totally, exactly. Right? Yeah. You're not really bothering. And like, we're not big. Like when we party, we party at home. We keep it. We keep <laughs> yeah, it local. Right. Um, but yeah, there's uh, actually the Chinatown in Las Vegas is really oh, yeah. great. Yeah. Wow. There's tons of like, and it's really like a ton of stuff is like really popping up out there of like different, really cool restaurants. I went to this other place downtown uh, just off of Fremont Street recently called Carson Kitchen. And they have really great food there. Just like a really fun, cool menu. They had um, like a Hawaiian pasta that I was interested oh. in because I do a Hawaiian fried rice in my cookbook. And I was like, oh, what's this like? Uh, but it's like these really great cuts of Spam, nicely yes. crisped up with like the, the pineapple. Yeah. And it was served cold, which I was kind yeah. of into. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. But yeah, in Vegas, there's so many different places that are off the strip that have a ton to offer. Um, yeah. Anytime people come to town, I'm like, Go here, go here, go check yeah. out all these other spots. Oh, I love a good spam. I hear too. that. I've never, I've spam. never tried. So yeah, I'm there's, excited. there's a ton of great spots. You would love it. Um, I don't know your palate, but I can. I'll hit you up next time you. I go to Vegas. Please do. Like, where am I eating? Please do. We'll eat anything, really. That's we will. The, this is true. That's the genesis that's of this podcast. Yeah. Thanks. So, how did you whittle down like what to put in the book? Because I feel like I'd be like, oh, I want to just put everything I know how to make. I don't know, like, but I'm sure you had a page count and like you had to pick like you know, a theme. Well, well, I, so I wouldn't even say there's like necessarily a theme. So it was like, 
I started doing, like, I started writing the cookbook and, like, manifesting doing this cookbook forever ago. Right. So I had maybe, like, 10 to 15 recipes that I've been, like, kind of writing down and, like, oh, this would be good in, like, this book that I want to write one day. And then when I finally, you know, convinced somebody to actually let me write a cookbook, they're like, okay, we need 60 to 70 recipes. And I was like, oh, oh my God. for That's me, so many recipes. I have to do those? Okay. We should do a collab instead. That's yeah, too many yeah, recipes right? for one person. Well, also when you're not actually a chef. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I love to cook. Right. Love to cook. I love being in the kitchen. But like that was the thing that was like the really interesting part of it was like sort of like that confidence builder of yourself. Of like, well, we're doing this. It's like fake it till you make it. You've got to mm-hmm. come up with these recipes and come up with things that you like. And as I was kind of, you know, picturing what I wanted this to look like, I was just thinking of what some of my favorite foods are and what I could do as a spin on that or like different versions of things that I wanted to make as my own, um, like doing the French onion soup grilled cheese. That was a big one. Where oh, I, was like, yeah. I, I love French onion ooh, soup. Who ooh, doesn't? Ooh. Let's turn it into a sandwich um, to do a shepherd's pie pierogi. Love Yum. me a good pierogi. Let's stuff it with something different. Why not? Yes. Um, and then, you know, also just blending different things that I had had throughout my journeys of having like a corn soup when uh, I went to Japan with my husband and I had never had just like a straight corn soup before rocked my world. So I wanted to like recreate something like that. It's like, it's not quite a chowder, but it's, I guess it could be kind of chowder-esque. It's still like pureed smooth. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, like it, it was really just finding the things that I wanted to, to put my own spin on. And and actually, I was really lucky because my mom had found a bunch of my grandmother's recipe cards. Oh, great. Yeah, so she sent me a ton, which is where the Hawaiian fried rice came from. Hers was just a Hawaiian rice. I felt like it needed to be fried because it got very gummy. Right. Mm. Um, so I, I ended up doing a fried rice version of that. And I also got like a scotch egg recipe from her. Oh, yeah. That I put mm. in there. Yeah, so it was really nice to be able to like lean on some of my grandmother's recipes a little bit as I'm I was so like excited figuring to it do all your out. recipes, Renee. This is yes. really, oh. So I when you're wait. writing the cookbook, are you literally like finding the ratios and the measure? That sounds like the hardest part. It's yeah. the hardest I'm, part. I'm a good home test? cook, but I'm a very um, in the Asian style of like learning from my mom and my grandma. You just you don't measure do anything. No, you don't really exactly. Yeah, a handful of salt. Who knows? Totally. That's that's where I am. So when I'd actually have to measure stuff, I'm like, God, that sounds like it's a lot. Is that how much I'm actually putting in? <laughs> right. That when you're actually having to measure stuff out and you're writing it down and trying to figure out like. Does that sound crazy? Is that what actually works? So, and I think that I have like a bit of like a salty palate. I do. We I love, love salt. me. Same, I yeah. love Same me some though. salt. Bloat me yep. up and let's call it a day. <laughs> I love me it. around. Honestly. My wife's family is very anti-salt. So whenever no. I cook for them, they're like, the flavor. And it's just, it's, it's salt. Guys. It's simply salt. <laughs> this is salt. <laughs> it's very good. Oh my good. God. Yeah. It's. Yeah, that's like the tricky thing when you're cooking for other people. And I kind of like talk about that in the book. I'm like, listen, I walk into a room like kind of like tongue first. I'm like, what am I going to eat? What's around here? Like, yeah, I'm very adventurous when it comes to that. When like I'm cooking for other people, I'm like, do they enjoy these bold tastes as much as I do? I hope so. Like, yeah, I do like an anchovy popcorn. Um, Yeah, which I was like, I know people are going to read that and be like, I don't think so. No, I don't think that that sounds bad at all. (laughs) It's amazing. goodness. Yeah, it's like all that like salty umami goodness. And I do kind of like, you know, we talked about John being a picky eater and he's a big fan of that because it's not fishy at all. The anchovies Mm. completely melt down into the butter sauce. Oh, that sounds good. It's heaven. You just toss your popcorn in it. It's just like this little je ne sais quoi. It's very good. 
a lot of cooking is about lying to people too. Totally. Like you can't Deception. tell someone it's anchovy yes. because they're like, I don't like anchovies. Totally. I literally just lied to my friend. She doesn't like spicy food. And um, I made her enchiladas and it had spice all up in it. Yeah. And she's like, is there anything spicy in this? I was like, no, nope. girl. I, I, maybe some of the sauce. I don't really know. And she's like, yeah, it's so good. It's a recipe. <laughs> there are chilies in there. Straight yeah, you up have chilies. to bullshit people I all the time. Yep. I don't feel good about it. But I now do. she knows. She's right here. <laughs> I feel great about it. I feel like I've won. I'm like, see, I yes, told you you true. like that that's shit. True. And you just thought that you didn't because it was in your head because someone told you yep. you didn't a mm-hmm. hundred mm-hmm. years ago. That's You're exactly fine. what happens to people. Uh, Mm-hmm. They get they convince themselves that they don't like something. Yeah, but I feel like there's always a version of something you can find that they will enjoy. For like sure. I have a, a close friend of mine hates tomatoes, and it, it really bums me out. That's a wrong. Yeah, like I who doesn't tomatoes want tomatoes are in everything too. Yeah, my friend too doesn't everything. like tomatoes. Yeah, like yeah, I want just like a straight tomato sandwich. Yeah, there is, yeah, like I want no. all that. Like, yeah, it's it's really hard. Like John doesn't like mushroom or not mushroom. Sorry, he doesn't like um garlic or onions. Oh no! I put garlic and onion in everything. I always double my um, garlic in recipes too because I love it. All of that. Mm -hmm. So I yeah, yeah, I often lie to him about what's in the food. He needs to be lied to. You can get garlic so granular that they will never know. Oh no! Once it's cooked down, I'm like, okay, if you don't like raw onion, I get that. That's fine. Fine. But let me cook it, and then then we'll have a. Conversation but it becomes about so it. many different garlic and onion becomes so many different things. Yes. That how could you even like a roasted garlic is not the same as garlic. Totally regular chopped. I I'm just upset now. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. Me too. Keep so lying it, to people. It's funny because I'll Keep be lying. like in the kitchen cooking, and he'll be like looking over to be like, "Are you putting all that in there? Is that that what's going in the mail?" I'm like, "Yeah, just." Go do something else. Don't you have like a workout to do? You're going to eat it cold by the bedside anyway. What does it matter? Exactly. It's ending up on the sheets. Come on. (laughs) Yeah. Get out of here. Honestly. Um, Renee, one of the really cool things why uh, I'm really excited for the cookbook is that, you know, like I said, we talk about the intersection of food and culture here. And in your cookbook, you have like songs that are picked out and quotes that are picked out that kind of like go with each dish. Is that right? That's really yeah. cool. How do you pick like what fits the mood of a dish? Okay, so I didn't necessarily have it for each dish. And that was something in hindsight that I was like, oh, I kind of wish I did do that, actually. But what I did, so the, at e- the beginning of each chapter has different quotes. There's like a Bill Burr quote. There's a Dolly Parton, Miss Piggy. Garlic, oh, dude. Piggy. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, dude. Oh, my God. I no, don't and even then, know what accent that is. Uh, I'm my Bill Burr accent. Oh, oh I thought that was your Dolly Parton. I was confused. Oh, was that like, oh God. Do not <laughs> be right. smirched Dolly Parton in front of me. Hell no. No, I, we love Dolly. We, in this who house. doesn't love Dolly? That's true. Um, so it was finding those different quotes that I wanted to put in. It actually started off with wanting to do the Mitch Hedberg, um, his whole bit on club sandwiches. Um, so that was where it kind of started. And I was like, oh, I'll put that at like the beginning of like my mm-hmm. sandwich section. And I was like, oh, maybe I should like find some other like fun, good food quotes. From people that I like and yeah, just just add a little more like personality, a little more zip behind it. Um, but then at the very back of the book, there's a QR code. So I have put right. together playlists. So oh. there's about six different playlists just for different moods, whether you're having like a romantic evening, you're having a girl's night, you're having like drinks and a barbecue. So I just kind of, you know, I had in mind what I really wanted to put in there. But then I also reached out to like some other trusted uh, friends that I mm-hmm. believe that had good taste and they, they would also contribute to me uh, putting these lists together. So that was just something that I thought was just like a really cool 
interactive thing to add in there. I mean, who who doesn't love to eat and who doesn't love music, you know? A hundred percent. Every time I cook, I have to put something on my record yes. player just because yeah. it's all part of the thing. The you experience. Know? It yes, yeah. it's all part of that experience. And for me, it's like having a big glass of wine, being in the kitchen, chopping up a bunch of things, braising things, stewing things. Like yeah. I want, I like to be in the kitchen. Uh-huh. And that's some sort of my of... best memories as a kid is just hanging out in the kitchen yeah. and watching someone cook. Yeah. The kitchen is like the epicenter of everyone's house. So it's like it's the heart. It is. Yeah. Like having, you know, just those different smells and the different memories and having music to kind of back that up. I think those things all go hand in hand for creating memories yeah. that right. will, you know, really last for people. So I hope that, uh, I hope it translates to that. Oh, that's so I awesome. I love that. Yeah. I'm sold. Oh, very excited for yeah. that. Very sold. <laughs> yeah. But wait, now we should talk about some news. All right, food let's go over news. a little food news food now that news. Uh, okay. we know all of the wonderful things about Renee's book and her mm-hmm. life and her career. Um, and Watawa, let's not leave out Wata- Australia here. Oh, yeah. Watawa. If you're in New York, make the tr- <laughs> You know, there's no more uh, NQR. It's the NW now. They got rid of the oh. Q. The Q only goes to May Manhattan. May she rest. Yeah. May she rest. That's wow. right. It stays okay. on the east side, does not go into a story any- anymore. Bless very that. upsetting. Very, very upsetting. Yeah, um, that is sad. This, Renee, when I, I'm a, already a huge fan of yours, but last night I listened to your interview, and you were like, you love dark meat. And you love chicken thighs. And I'm like, thank God, because a lot of people hate dark meat because it's that pussies. adventurous side that they're, yeah, <laughs> exactly. they're afraid. What are you afraid of? I don't understand, but racism. Happen. That's right. That's the name of this episode. Renee Young says you're a pussy <laughs> um, <laughs> for not eating chicken. Um, but there's <laughs> there was this article in Bloomberg that was like America's finally embracing dark meat chicken. And I felt like that was very alienating. Because Ariel and I talk about how, like, we grew up eating dark meat all the time. Yeah. And uh, it's just so interesting to me that, like, people have grown up and have thought forever that the breast meat is the best part of the chicken. That's such, it's so stupid. Yeah. And also, I mean, listen, everyone always wants to talk about being on a budget. Get the dark meat, everybody. Chicken thighs are so much cheaper and so much better. so cheap and so much better. Yes. Like you, and also like buy your meat on the bone. Yes. Let's also yes. be doing more of that because that's a game changer. Like I made pork chops the other night and they were not on the bone and boy, did I regret it. Yep. Yeah. It was what was there. So I got it. I had my yeah. heart set on making, you know, a pork chop, but having it on the bone is the way to go. You get so much more flavor. You get more of that fat and people are so afraid of fat. Let's yeah. not be afraid yeah. of the fat. That we need is necessary. The fat. Salt, yeah. fat, acid, just, heat, everybody. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. People eat the chicken breast. Uh, and I don't think anyone actually likes it, though. No, because all themselves. anyone says is like, I hate chicken breast. It's dry. It's bland. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's like, well, then let's stop eating the chicken breast. Yeah. I told Brian like, I just oh, bought some. <laughs> and he was like, I only buy it for my dogs. My dogs eat bland. And I was like, breast. fuck <laughs> you, Brian. <laughs> God. Your dogs, give them that dark meat. I should no, give them the thighs. Yeah, they deserve. Honestly, no, no it's so much better. Uh, so versatile too. I do fried chicken with chicken thighs. It's so much better. Oh chicken my god. Sandwiches. Yeah, um, I do barbecue to... chicken thighs a lot. That's 100%, like a staple yeah. in this household, um, big time. It's funny though, because when people go um, and get like a chicken taco, like what do you think that chicken is? They're not making taco That's meat right. with no. breast meat. Uh-uh. That softy meat you're tasting, dark yeah. meat, baby. It's all, exactly. It's all dark meat. I'm that sorry softy, to tell you. delicious. Yes. Mm-mm-mm. It's just, Cold. I think 
things just get so ingrained in everyone's brain. I think from like yeah. when we we're kids and like I was definitely like I was raised on having white meat. Like Crazy. that was always a thing where it's like, but then, you know, when you sort of open your mind, you're like, wait, this is actually like these other meats are much better. Like you're having like a turkey Thanksgiving, Christmas, whatever. Everyone's like, I just want the breast. I want the breast. It's like, no, give me those thighs. Give yeah. me that dark meat. And also for the leftovers, are you crazy? Oh, are you right, crazy? Right. Yeah. Are you crazy? Have the dark meat. I've told Let's this story a on the podcast millions of times. My wife is a white person. And uh, my it's very first Thanksgiving with her family, they were about to throw away all the dark meat. And I go up to her dad like, no, 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 no. Shame. I will eat all of it. <laughs> Just give it to me. I'll make sandwiches. Shame, shame, shame. Yeah. But now Terrible. she's on the dark meat kick. Yeah. Just try it, people. It's it, it's. It will change your life. It 100% will change your life. It will. And it really is. People just have ideas ingrained in their brains and they do. People don't like change. No. People yeah. get so freaked out by right. change in any capacity. And I think like especially food. Like for me, I will try any food. If somebody else is eating it and they're not going to like get sick or like die from it. I'm like, yeah, I'll try it. I'll try anything. I yes. feel you a hundred percent. Why, why rob yourself of that experience? Try you it. Go nose to toes on this chicken feet. Delicious. Yes. I love yeah. chicken feet. I want to try. I've actually not, episode. you have not had them. I would, uh, Renee, oh, when, when you can, I would say there's gotta be a dim sum spot in the Chinatown oh, in Las yes. Vegas and order yeah. chicken feet. Okay. Uh, yeah. You just gotta get the, a feet part of it out of your sure. head, but once it's in your mouth, ooh, it's fine. It's yeah. it's like We're meat jello. <laughs> you don't even need to, you don't even need to chew it. It's incredible. So a friend of mine, we were actually just talking about this because he cooks chicken feet a lot, and we, we you know we've had this conversation. He's always telling me, I just I've not cooked it myself. I'm certainly not opposed to it. I've just not done it. Um, but yeah, I that will be the next adventure that I need to really lean into. Yeah, I'm Do down. Chicken feet. I'm down. Do you fry it's them? Um, it's a, it's steamed in this like very nice dark soy sauce mm. and uh, ginger, garlic, scallions on top. You just get it down to like it's falling off the bone. I, and there's only really a few bones in there. There's quite a few bones in the foot, but it all separates. And then you get all mm. the like the muscle and the collagen and the, it's so good. It's, I mean, you must be able to get a great broth out of that, too. Yes, right? 100 percent. Yeah. Yeah. Sign me up for that. That's what I like. That's all the stuff that I want post baby. I keep reading about all these different broths and like having all those, all the different collagen and all and how like oh, good yeah. that's supposed to oh, be. Oh God, your the body broth afterward. industry. Oh, right. Millennials are ruining the broth industry. <laughs> it's there's a yeah. whole thing now. I no, it, went it, to the store and there was a whole wall of broths. I'm like, this needs to stop. We could make our own broths, people. Make your own broth. Yeah. You have I, bones. It's true. From the food that you buy, just make your own delicious broth. Also, who doesn't own a slow cooker? Just pop it in that bad boy and leave it overnight. You're good to go. The end. And it'll be incredible. Your whole house will smell amazing, too. Yes. It'll smell (laughs) like Thanksgiving. You're welcome. Yeah, Yeah, you're welcome. Let's move on to our final news piece of the day. Um, So (laughs) America being in America, uh, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. If you showed your vaccination card to Krispy Kreme, you get a free donut. And you, oh, it's yeah. unlimited. You can just do it every day. You can just show I did it. it. I got my donut. <laughs> oh, my great. God. It was free. It tasted better than regular. Of course it did. It was like the, <laughs> was like the Krispy Kreme sign-on, so it was like fresh and ready to go? 
No, they just uh, they know that you're coming in to get a free donut and they're tired of you. So they have it ready and they just throw it at you. <laughs> it's like there's no ceremony. They're like, OK, bitch, we know what you're here for. Um, and they threw a packet of donut at me. And oh I felt right a little bad about mouth. it. But right into your mouth. Because I didn't order anything else. I'm sure people feel guilty and they're like, I'm also going to get a coffee and like a dozen donuts. No, I went there for a reason. Mm-hmm. Free donut. It's That's been it. a pandemic. Do what you want. Give me yeah. my free donut. And I um I've become quite donut obsessed. Oh. I, I I normally I mean obviously donuts are great. We all know this is not new information, but I like <laughs> we were saying before, I really have a savory palate, but during my whole pregnancy I now have a sweet tooth. Oh, and I want like cakey things. So like having donuts, like I went to the grocery store the other day and I like shame eat it in my car before I get home. <laughs> no. I'm, like nobody circle. saw anything. That's what that is. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's insane. I like eat it in the car, toss it away. Um, but there's a really great spot here called Pink Box Donuts, and they yes. deliver, and they have just their donuts are so good. Um, I actually used them in part of my maternity shoot because you have to <laughs> you put those donuts out there, eat yeah. them off my belly. Let's get down to it. I love <laughs> the donut these days, though. Oh my god, That's a donut nice. or like a cinnamon bun. Ooh, mm. ooh, mm. yeah. Need that now. I want. We, um, actually, I have a mini oh. donut maker at home that I've not used. Why have I not oh, used it? Why haven't that. you? What is happening? Who are you? No, I'm not. I don't even know why. I, I don't know. I I have a duty now. You do. There's I'm, gonna, a mission. I'm following Pink Box Donuts now, by the way. Yeah. No, they're great. Check them out. They <laughs> they make amazing donuts. I, yeah. I think they're in LA too. And I had them there. They're so heaven. good. Yeah. Oh it says so and good. The you'll lick the box. Cakey yeah. donuts, right? Yeah. yeah. So good. So, oh. They've so got good. so many different kinds and they always like switch up the menu a lot. They, yeah. They're, they're really, really great. Yeah. I got really into like, um, like lemon icing. So yes. I made lots of lemon loaves and lemon yep. icing. Lemon icing's great. I also really love a good maple glaze. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Classic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maple that's glaze the, is really that's good. That's that Canadian in you. Totally. <laughs> but honestly, if I had to pick like one donut for the rest of my life, it would just be like an old-fashioned plain. I love yeah. just like a plain-ass like donut. Like the little crispy bits on the inside. Yep. Ooh. The best donut I ever had was in Portland, Maine. They had sweet potato donuts, like oh. a cake donut. It was stupid. It was very, wow. very good. It was really just cakey and wonderful. And that's how I like my donuts. So. Yeah, I like them cakey too. Um, yeah. Have you had um, voodoo donuts? I have. Yeah, I have. yeah voodoo are donuts great. are pretty good those too. Good. They're pretty those wild. They go, they go pretty crazy too with yeah. bacon and cereal. Yeah. And yeah, they go all The thing out. with the bacon on a donut though that I can't always get down with is like if there's a chewy bit in there, it needs to be crispy. Yeah, bacon. it has to be. If you get like an older one that's been mm-hmm. sitting there for a while, it's you uh-uh. lose the effect. No. Sure. Yeah, it's just the, the grease has stopped the... through. It's, it's yeah. not good. I worked at a donut place for much of pandemic and I would make the bacon for the donuts oh. and I always made it extra crispy. So Thank you. Welcome. Thank what you a for girl. your service. Frontline what worker. What a girl. <laughs> it's all in the make sure you bake the bacon. It's yeah. not frying. You have to bake the bacon. In the oven. Yeah. Controversial, but you got to do not. it. It's not. Effective. It's that people Controversial don't know. yet effective. Yeah. Yep. Because people often botch uh, doing their bacon in a pan. Oh, it's either yes. under or over. Always, because you get a little bit nervous and you pull it out too early, or mm-hmm. if you leave, it, it is a, it's a slippery slope. Or you get Very, a half and half the actual, and oh it's my the actual, god, actual cooking of it is kind of incorrect when you do it frying because you're only getting one kind of like sear at the bottom, and then the yeah. other gets almost like soggy. 
Yeah. So when you're in the oven, you're getting full 360 degree heat, <laughs> hot, Give me that, crispy see? goodness. Almost getting into the science of it. <laughs> it's smart. Also, I really you, did read that. That's and true. That's you're legit. also not getting splashed with the grease. Right. That's very a safer so many t-shirts bet. Ruined yeah. From making oh my bacon. god. Eyes yeah. splotched out yeah. from grease. There's nothing yes. worse than that. Like shit. God. Like this outfit. Yeah. So not only can you get donuts now with your vaccination card in New York, you can get yes. a free side of fries. And this story is just so fun. Like, I feel like we're the only country in the world that has to bribe people with fast food, food incentives. to get I love the it. vaccine. Like, the, the, the vaccine should be its own gift. It's like you don't die. Yes. Yeah, yeah. You're healthy. <laughs> the gift that keeps on giving. Um, but in America, it's like, no, we have to throw food at everybody. Who's giving away the fries? Uh, Shake Shack. Shack is. But you oh, have okay. to buy a burger. It's all a lie. Oh. You have to buy the burger mm. to get the fries to say like, oh, I was vaccinated and here's my fries. I mean, that I actually sense. had Shake Shack the other day and it was not good. And I love Shake Shack, <gasps> oh. but it oh, was I love not Shake Shack too. great. Yeah, no, Shake oh, Shack sad. is my jam. I love it. But yeah, I ordered it the other day. And I'm an in and out uh, hardliner. Mm, okay. All right. So it's tough being on the East Coast. I'm, I'm from the West Coast originally. <laughs> okay. And there is a big feud between the two. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm just, I'm sorry. I'm an in and out radical. Fair enough. Hey, you yeah, got to sit on one side of the fence. So yeah, I respect it. Right. We're on Shake Shack. You're on In-N-Out. He's made a decision. But it, there's but, In-N-Out in Vegas. Have yeah. you? Yeah, we've got In-N-Out here. We've. I, I mean, I, yeah, of course it's delicious. Wow, okay. I do love it, but I do give the lean to Shake Shack wow. for sure. Also, their chicken's really you, good. Yeah. Okay, so you. that's the, the thing. They have the chicken sandwich, which is good. But burger to burger. Have you had? There, it's like a cheesy mushroom sandwich that they yeah. have at Shake Shack. Yeah, that shit is delicious and molten, and you'll it's burn really your good. mouth, and it's wonderful. Yeah, so and they is, have like yep. bacon cheese fries. Yes, okay. they do. So this is my argument every time I have this uh, debate with the Shake Shack people. You guys always go to the chicken, <laughs> the mushroom, and the bacon fries, and in and out, all we got is the burger, and that's the king. Uh, yes, okay. but the burger is also good. I'm just telling you, you know, the other things you can get. The burger is what I have. But oh, I do yes. like those options. And I will say just another option that they have, because I ordered it not knowing that it was um, the, the vegetarian chicken, the like fake chicken, oh. but they had, um, it was like, like a, a seitan. It was like a kimchi chicken sandwich. What? And it was amazing. Where? It was at Shake Shack. Wow. But where? It's probably like regional, because we don't have anything like oh, that. Oh, maybe. It was, this was not long ago. This was in uh, the last like three months. Maybe they're testing wow. it out. Wow. That's yeah, amazing. Yeah, it was very good. Yeah, like the kimchi chicken sandwich was awesome. All right. Well, I will definitely, up. if it comes out here, I will okay. <laughs> I will break down. I do like their chicken sandwich, though, for sure. They're no, good. you guys, I want to move to Ohio, because instead of giving away free food, they're give, putting your name in a lottery if you got the vaccine, and you could win a million dollars. Oh, that's nice. I know. That's amazing. Yeah. Why that's... doesn't everyone do that? Because I would have gotten my vaccine the moment it came out. I mean, I yeah. did, but still. You would have done it even faster. Even faster, immediately. Yeah. Huh. I like the and incentives, though. I got to get mine. I've not had mine yet because I'm pregnant. I've, I've, like, oh, right. I've put to... it off. Oh, she's pregnant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, but you right. can. I, I think people are still getting it pregnant, but I've, I literally have like three weeks left in my pregnancy, so right. I'm just going to ride it out. Plus, just I've already had it. Out. I got COVID. Um, so I have the antibodies. Still. Yeah, I had COVID oh, okay. too, Renee. We're survivors. We are survivors. Yeah. I'm not 100% COVID can clear. suck a big one. <laughs> Huge one. Yeah. A huge I'm dirty one. percent yeah. whether or not I had it, but I probably had it. <laughs> Renee, uh. before we uh, wrap things up, uh, I feel like the world is now your oyster. You're doing whatever you want. 
Ellen is leaving. Is that like a type of job <laughs> you would want to do? Here's the thing. I'm a big fan of yours, and I felt like everything WWE threw at you, you knocked it out of the park. Uh, I, mean, I think you've talked about how you didn't love doing commentary, but oh, I thought I you were great it, at that yeah. too. Thank you. Um, you've traveled the world. There's a huge vacuum left by Anthony Bourdain yeah, passing that's away. True. Yeah. Would you do like an Ellen type show? Would you rather do a Bourdain type travel show? Mm. Are you open to stuff like that? God, I, I mean, yeah. Both of those things. The, both of those things are so up my alley. And like you said, like Bourdain obviously left this like huge vacancy when he stepped away. And he is just such a, I mean, you know, we can talk about, how excellent Anthony yeah. Bourdain is for this entire episode. He's yeah. fantastic. Um, but to try to, I think so many people like when you go into like pitch shows, it's like, I can be like the female Anthony sure, Bourdain. It's like, right. all right, lady. Yeah. 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 Um, but that like something like that would be great to like just doing that combination of travel and food and delving into the culture. Like that stuff that I really love that he was able to do was like, really getting into a culture and peeling back all these layers and like talking to really fascinating people. And that's something that I started doing with my podcast where like, yeah. I really want to have, like, I love, I just love talking to people. So to be able to intertwine those things, but yeah, I mean, obviously like looking at what Ellen's been able to do uh, with that platform, something in there would be great. I always have said, I'm like, oh, to have like a Kelly Ripa kind of gig, but obviously, right. you know, Ellen falls in that same category, mm -hmm. uh, but something like that, I would absolutely love to do. And I think as I kind of keep my foot on the gas pedal, now that I've stepped away from WWE, my book is out. I'm going to drop a baby like it's hot real quick. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I'm, I'm excited to kind of step back into the world. And now as things are opening back up, yeah. like I, I left WWE like in the peak of a, in a pandemic. So everything was closed and not a lot was going on. But then I found out I was pregnant like two weeks after. So I started doing my podcast and it's been great. But yeah, I'm excited on the other side of things to now kind of pop my head up above water and be like, now what do we get to do? Yeah, you kind of planned everything, per or everything happened kind of perfectly, right? <laughs> she you didn't plan like, it. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Did work out. What does she out. know? What does she know? <laughs> yeah, it's weird how, it's weird. Things work out sometimes. You, I like put some good shit out there and hope that maybe it'll be returned to me. So we'll see. That's cool. So Renee's book is uh, in Amazon. It's at Barnes & Noble. Uh, where can like people follow you online? Where can they find you? Yeah, you guys can follow me on Instagram and Twitter, just at Renee Paquette, uh, P-A-Q-U-E-T-T-E. -T -T -E. I know that one's a speller. Sorry. <laughs> um, and I, I do my podcast that comes out every Tuesday and Thursday. You can listen to that anywhere you guys get podcasts. It's called Oral Sessions. And yeah, and then my cookbook, it's at Barnes & Noble. It's on Amazon, um, Indigo if you're in Canada. Just give a little search and you'll be able to find it. Messy oh, in yeah. the kitchen. Ariel, where can we follow you? Oh, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter, at Ariel Lieti. I'm out here doing things, you know, not writing books or making babies, but who knows? <laughs> who knows? Who knows? The What's, world is my oyster. But you got a free donut, girlfriend. That's true. <laughs> things are different. What about Brian? Where can we find you? BrianYang.com, at BrianYang on Twitter. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Renee, thank you so much for joining us. This thank was you, so Renee. much fun. Yeah, uh, thanks for having me on. You're the absolute best. What a pro. And thank yeah, you you're amazing. What a, what a fun time. Thank you, Renee. Yes, it was a fun chat. That's the episode. Thank you guys for listening. Goodbye.